The way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media. All is a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online. And sometimes these discussions are really fun to watch from afar, although I don't want to participate. Like, do I really want to know what's in my dessert? Yes. Erica joins us in the studio <laughs> for social media. Good morning. Good morning. Like how much sugar, how clean the ingredients yep. are. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss, <laughs> especially in this case the story we're gonna <laughs> talk about today so in a rare occasion we'll allow you to kind of turn away from our second story but but no um if you want your bubble to be popped <laughs> reality to sink in we'll yep. get to that story in just a moment all right our first story of the day though chanji known as a dog pierced by an arrow it's quite a reputation to yeah. have uh, apparently has found a new owner yes uh and uh the dog his his name is chanji mm. uh is actually on his way right now to New York. Oh. He's on the flight right now. Uh, he left Incheon International Airport at 8.35 p.m. Uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's it's really heartbreaking, uh, his story. Uh, just been through a whole lot of abuse uh, yeah. for many years. And uh, his the photos of him uh, with this... Uh, arrow just you know piercing through his body through his body was yeah. widely shared uh on the news and social media around a year ago mm. but uh i i'm so happy that it's a happy ending for him i mean it's not an ending but it's the start of a new life yeah. but uh yeah he's found a new family in new york after more than a year a better family in yep. new york after uh, teju based animal production group hondi dorang actually took care of him yes since they found of course the pictures online can you tell about the family that adopted Chunji. Yes, so Chunji has been adopted, according to news reports, by a woman in her 30s living in New York, who, uh, which is a good thing, reportedly has experience in raising rescue uh, dogs in the past. Not a first. Yes, that's right. Uh, according to the head of this animal protection group based in Jeju-do, uh, the name of the agency is Hondidorang. Uh, there were two potential adopters. Uh, it took a full month of really careful consideration. Uh, and then it finally decided on the final adoption placement. So Chunji has been preparing to meet his new family. Uh, he's been undergoing training at a dro- dog <laughs> training center in Gyeonggi-do province. Uh, and the training itself, it's been part of a larger process to overcome his trauma from past abuse. As you can imagine, yes. uh, Chunji probably didn't like human contact. Oh, not at all. Yeah. And uh, following the decision for adoption, uh, the decision was reached just last week. Uh, Chunji returned to Jeju-do and completed his dental treatment, mm. which was sponsored by a local vet hospital. So there's a lot of people yep. um, chiming in to ensure that this dog gets yes. a happier home in a healthier fashion. It has endured so much. And as our listeners angrily <laughs> suggesting, the puppy deserves so much better. Oh, we yes. We wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Um, is Chunji a puppy? Uh, no, actually, Chunji. <laughs> Chunji is estimated to be around okay. eight years old. Okay. Uh, because he's been astray for so long, he only has one canine tooth remaining. Oh. All of his other teeth have decayed. Okay. 
um, you know, the head of the Animal Protection Agency, although his story is really heartbreaking, said that things could have taken a drastic turn mm. for the dog and that he is really lucky to be where he is today. Take the win. That's right. Uh, the resident who first found Chonji in that appalling state reported him to the police uh, right away instead of ignoring the dog. Uh, the police initially had some difficulties locating the abuser. They uh, employed hundreds of people actually to to locate this abuser. Mm. Additionally, a vet hospital in Jeju-do uh, that heard about the dog story mm. actively provided treatment there is good in the world all yep. those who came in to help but I, I do certainly hope this raises social awareness about animal abuse we certainly talk yes. with him more ever today than ever before i hope chunji gets all the love that he rightfully deserves <laughs> i really really hope so too uh, now uh just to mention just briefly okay. he was found in august last year uh, near a local community center uh, at the time of the rescue he was terrified of people he was basically he, he had starved for days he was emaciated in distress and uh yeah i mentioned that the police had to employ hundreds of people to find the abuser it took Seven months of investigation involving 480 personnel oh. to apprehend this man who was in his 40s who had shot the arrow at Chunji. Uh, the the man reportedly had negative feelings towards just dogs in general because uh, you know dogs had attacked his chicken farm, causing damage. But police. <sighs> determined that Chunji was not causing had never caused harm to the chickens at this man's farm at the time mm -hmm. of the incident uh, and the man was brought to trial in July. I have so much to say, but I'll uh, let our listeners yeah. decide. Mm -hmm. um, but Chunji has found a better home yes. in New York. All right. He's on his way over mm -hmm. there, and I'm hoping for his happily ever yep, after. Yeah, me too. All right. And on to our second story today. Now, if you're a dessert lover, turn away for just a second. <laughs> <laughs> Those are your years. Okay. So a cafe part partner has revealed the uncomfortable truth about fruits that they yeah, use. That's right. Hey. So a, a part-time worker uh, working at a, a well-known dessert cafe uh, has claimed that the fruit you used on cakes at this establishment where he works are not washed at all. Uh, and this worker also went on to suggest that this might be a common practice, industry practice, so that, you know, what he was suggesting was that other cake shops do this as well. So he's not just singling out where he works. He's, right. just, he's just letting the customers know, hey, did you guys know that yeah. they, we don't even run this through water? <laughs> exactly. It's really not that hard yeah. to rinse fruit. <laughs> so he shared the story on uh, the social media platform, Nate Pan, and, uh, you know, they stated <laughs> that they're a part-time employee at a very famous dessert cafe. Uh, this place does not wash its fruits at all. And I'm translating into English mm. what they wrote on the message board. Quote, we don't wash the fruits at all for any cakes, whether they are <laughs> custom cakes for children or cakes containing fruits. <laughs> we take them directly out of the box or packaging and just use them. Now I just want to order cake without fruit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, they, they added that they can't really bring up this issue with the store okay. because they're just a part-timer. Okay. They have no say. Mm. And, um, you know, the, the person went on to express guilt, actually, oh, over man. knowing this um, and exposing that baking in general is just done in a really unhygienic manner. And the customers just 
I mean, this makes sense. Customers, what do they do? They they look at cakes, right? They walk into a dessert store. They look at cakes and they pick the prettiest one and just walk out, right? Yeah, it's usually about presentation. Yeah. And it's not even about the contents of it either. A lot of the times... Yeah, it's, it's about the looks. It's about the yep. looks. Yeah. Uh, if you knew how much sugar went into it, you might have a, a, a equally appalling reaction. Uh, but what can you do about this? Bake your own cake? Yeah. I know, right? That's what the only other you, option. I'm, I'm curious, uh, listeners, mm. what would you do? The thing is, it would be one thing for us to just read this in writing. Yeah. Yeah. But the other would be if we saw it in, in visuals, like saw the like process. in the kitchen? Yes. Yep. If I was in the kitchen, it might be a different story. That's right. I'm telling you, to a certain extent, <laughs> ignorance is bliss. Yeah. How has social media responded to this yeah. revelation? We're always asking the question, how has social media responded? <laughs> well, they've responded with comments like, why wouldn't you wash strawberries? <laughs> uh, and actually, surprisingly, many others commented that fruits are generally, fruits used for baking are generally not washed with water. Mm. Uh, somebody else wrote, a friend of mine who bakes said that washing fruits like strawberries makes them too soft for use in cakes, so they don't wash them. Listeners, how do you feel? Any bakers out there? Um, I have I no idea. wash my fruits yeah. before I dip them in I chocolate. I think a lot of people do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a more common practice than we thought then. Yeah, and you know, strawberries are actually quite notorious for containing high levels of pesticides. Right. I did some research before I walked into the studio. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, in this day and age that we're living in, uh, seasonal produce is no longer seasonal because we no. eat strawberries all year round now. Yes, I do. They're produced and consumed all year round. So it isn't surprising that fruit are treated with pesticides. That's not the shocking factor here. But as somebody who loves fruit, I I also know for a fact that washing strawberries can easily damage their really sensitive skin. Mm. But still, this quote-unquote industry practice does not sit well with me because if I decide not to wash the fruit that I am eating in my own home, that is my choice. That's a good point. Right? But... I'm paying a lot of money. I mean, cakes are expensive these days. They're very expensive. And yep. sometimes I wonder what exactly I'm paying for, especially if hygiene is not prioritized. Right. So if I'm paying good money for a pretty cake, I would hope the fruit is clean, free of pesticides, and oh. that I, I don't get sick from eating them. There are ways to preserve the uh, the outside yes. of a delicate fruit yep. uh, thoroughly without damaging mm. it. I can give you like 10 different ways I do. <laughs> I use baking soda at yep. home. Okay. And uh, vinegar. Yeah, there, there are all sorts of ways to get rid of the residual pesticides at home. Exactly. And you just need a big, 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 big bowl. Right. And put the strawberries in. I mean, I understand. You're producing cakes in masses. Yeah. Yeah, especially at these like franchise dessert stores. So I can imagine that it could be a hassle for the workers, but still. Yeah, let's not pick the most important part of the baking. Okay. (laughs) On to our final story today. (laughs) This is kind of funny because when it comes to weddings, uh, arguably it's one of the most expensive dinners you'll ever host. Actually, it's probably the most expensive dinner you'll ever pay for in your life. With that many people? Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of mouths to feed, right? And the idea is because there's something sacred about wedding ceremonies. You would want the guest list to reflect. Yeah. I don't know, your moral standing, well wishes, things like that. Yes. So how would you feel if a friend decided to bring the other man as her plus one, not her spouse, but the other guy? Yeah. So uh, this one woman who recently got married uh, shared her story, a uh, rather personal story on yeah. social media. And uh, a friend, this uh, friend with whom she's not that close, mm. she said, brought the man she's having an affair with to her wedding. And the bride... Uh, and this friend share many 
mutual friends. Mm-hmm. So many guests at the wedding mm-hmm. knew who this man was. So they the story's that, pretty famous yeah, it's amongst not, the It's friends. not so secret, apparently. Okay. So the woman who shared the story said she simply could not understand why this person had to bring this other man mm. as a plus one on her special day, mm. uh, especially because this friend also has a daughter with her current husband. Ah. You know? And according to this newlywed woman, everybody was apparently whispering. Uh, the plus one came to the wedding and even stayed for dinner Mm. and uh, she said I could not help but think about her husband and her daughter and she asked the question am I being overly sensitive no because it's your day yeah Um, I I think the cordial the kind thing to do is to reflect the wishes of the bride and the groom the man could have waited outside there are so many other options and when it comes to manners and etiquette I mean the more conservative safer Mm -hmm. you are the better it is maybe Uh, it's, it's just such a Well, for the bride and the groom, anyway, high stakes event. (laughs) That's right. So, um, you know, this woman said that uh, her friend, this friend had always had a bad relationship with her husband and has plans to divorce him when her daughter turns 20. Mm. But anyways, um, yeah, she she basically ended the post with I am planning to cut ties with this friend because I think the the key thing here is that she felt disrespected. Yeah. 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 I, if the bride is okay with yeah. it and it depends how close am I to this mm-hmm. friend? Um, how long have I known about this relationship? Yeah. Like how clean of a closure will they have? Yeah. All of these goes into factor. It's easy for us to judge from afar. Mm. So maybe I'm casting <laughs> judgment without the details. But, but that's the story. That's the story. That's the ongoing yeah. discussion. <laughs> Thanks, Erica. Pleasure. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.